0: Hello and welcome to the Sensibility Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Baker, a financial advisor, money mindset coach, and all-out money guru when it comes to creating the financial future you are after. This is the podcast where we make talking money normal and manifesting into our lives practical. I share with you money mindset tips and tricks, as well as practical financial strategies to help you create the financial life and relationship with money that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome back to the Sensibility Podcast. I am so happy to have this amazing guest on our show today. I have the most fabulous woman here. This is Jessica Mamota. She is actually a stylist. She's my personal stylist, I have to say. Um, And that sounds quite ostentatious when you think about, oh, wow, you've got a stylist. But I can tell you, and the reason why we've got Jessica on the show is that Ever since I brought, you know, engaged with Jess to actually help me uh, with my wardrobe, I have saved so much money, and it's a, an investment initially that I was uh, afraid of embarking on, and it has changed my life in so many ways. So, I I brought her on because we're a finance podcast to talk about how we can invest in ourselves, invest in our finances, but invest in ourselves for personal development and. With that said, having Jess on would be the perfect place to start because we all want to look good and feel good, and I feel that up, our, up leveling our lives um, can make a big difference to all all areas. So welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you, and thank you, Amy. I do. Um, I think this is the second time I've been on, but it was a while ago, so I absolutely love it, and it's always fun. We have these. You know, great conversations as you know but thank you thanks for inviting me again delighted oh, pleasure
0: yeah um well i thought we needed to refresh on some of these conversations because offline you and i have mm-hmm. a lot of these conversations and i am a big believer in you know using your money for all areas of life you know we've got to enjoy our money we've got to invest our money we've got to you know feel good about ourselves and when we're looking at maybe you know up leveling in our careers or just actually you know feeling like I've got nothing to wear and not wanting to have to go to Zara or to put to you know witchery or wherever you go and shop do know that you've got an organized sort of system and that's what you did for me so um, I really wanted to share why it's so important to consider investing in yourself and up leveling uh, and making that impact for yourself and i've seen you've transformed many lives so let's jump straight into that um first of all i guess one of the questions i was and i haven't even suggested this question to you is tell me about some of the transformations you've seen over the years with clients
1: okay so Emotional transformations, I think, is the first place to start. So, you know, clients that come to me like yourself, they are either at the top of their field or climbing the top of their field. And when you came to me, you were you were climbing, like you were really going there. And a lot of clients that come to me is they're either already there or they're climbing it. And it's interesting the emotional difference and the transformation I see. So basically, most of the clients that after we've had um, style. Um, transformation style sessions is that they will always say, I just feel more productive. I can make better business decisions. I just feel me. I feel really good. I feel energetic, full of vitality. So I think the emotional thing is probably the most important aspect to talk about here it's not about the clothes per se but it's the clothes that you place on your body that makes a difference to your emotions and it's you know it's the styles and the colors that look good on that particular person like with you it was the colors and styles that reflected you as a person your personal life as well as your professional life and i think when you combine those two together that's when it makes a difference in someone's life because they just go Well, you know, this feels good because it's about your soul inside coming out. It's your visual voice to the world. And when you nail that, it just makes someone feel a little bit more complete, you could say. It's certainly it's not life-saving, it's not going to, you know, save your life, but it certainly can enhance your life and make a difference in your life.
0: Absolutely. So I think
1: the emotional aspect is probably the first. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, I obviously can relate to that. Um, There's nothing worse than feeling drab or uncomfortable or standing inside at looking at your clothes, your wardrobe for what feels like eternity going, oh, my gosh, I've got this event to go to. I have nothing to wear. I don't. And then, you know, that also dread of going, do I have to go and buy something because I don't know what to wear? And I know many women fall down that trap and that can be quite a dangerous trap to fall into because All of a sudden you're either putting more money on credit card or you're going down the afterpay or pay, you know, buy now, pay later option. Not only that, you're probably buying things on a whim that you may never even wear again. Um, I know I was guilty of that before I, you know, in hired your services. I found myself, and you know this, because you threw out three bags of stuff that, you know, obviously gets forwarded to charities and whatnot. It's not just going to throw into landfill Mm. but that's the other thing is that if
1: we're not careful it ends up being an environmental issue as well that's right that's right and I sorry I, I think that's really I think the basis of this as well is um especially now people are a lot more conscious of their spending what they're spending on to ensure that it doesn't land in landfill within 12 months time So, and that's a really big factor when a stylist comes in and actually has a look at your wardrobe is, you know, is this going to last or is this just a trend?
0: Mm, And we are going to cover that trend piece in a moment. The one thing I wanted to bring bring everyone's attention to is when you come in, you are going through the entire wardrobe and you have Mm. a conversation with, you know, your client, understand their lifestyle. You've kind of looked around at some of the things in their homes. You can start work you pull together a bit of a an idea about this person and their personality and what's you know what drives them, what sparks them. It's not just going, you know, this is fashionable. That's no longer fashionable. You don't do that at all. And what's also cool is that you go through not just dressing for body shape, but you're dressing for personality but you also create outfits that I would never have thought about in my wardrobe you pull things a pair of trousers and a different top and a belt mm. and and a certain way of dressing with even just pulling accessories like jewelry costume jewelry together and then you take a photograph mm. <laughs> which is really yeah. cool so then I have a catalogue So me standing up in the middle of the, you know, lying in the middle of the night is more like it, or standing up and staring at my wardrobe, I'm not worried about, oh, God, I've got nothing to wear. I go into my phone and I go into my catalogue and boom, there it is. Um, So I want to understand, what's the process? How do you work out what someone's personal style is and
1: really get them to sort of blossom into that? Gosh, that's a really good question. And it's also a complex question, because every single person is so different. And as you said, um, earlier, it's, it's not about putting the clothes on the people. It's a, it's, it's an innate, for me, it's an intuition. Of getting to know that person, like with you as a perfect example, you know, your background, where you're you're also your hidden talents or the talents that you had, your creativity that you sort of had laid dormant for so long, you know, like finding out that you're an ex jazz singer and that you did all different things. And, and, um, you know, it's all those interesting things that brings forward also your love of vintage and your love of certain styles and colors. So it's asking a lot of questions but it's also reading between the lines. So quite often, um, you know, especially I'm dealing with adult women, I'm not dealing with little kids, I'm dealing with adult women who over the years have developed a certain pa- patterns or certain m- beliefs that this was the way they had to dress. Now they've gone through, you know, having children, getting married, changing jobs, possibly locations and cities. So all of that combined, all of those things, then has you sort of dressing or believing certain beliefs okay which as you know for sure even with your money mindset is that it's beliefs that are ingrained in us that is the same with your style so when I come in I read between the lines of what they're saying as well and in in quite often there's these big blocks on their style like you'll you know with you I pulled out things and I said you really, this would be amazing on you. And there were things that really rattled you. And there's always going to be things that rattle people. So I think the, the biggest thing in, in it, it's hard to determine how I get people to hone in on their style. I think it's really reading between those lines, showing them and demonstrating what different colours or styles um, that can suit them, that then, um, you know, finding out if it lights them Lights them up, makes them feel great or if it rattles them a little bit, which means like this is probably a good thing and we can just keep pursuing this and seeing where it goes. So it's experimenting. I think in a big way, it is experimenting because you do have to experiment and find out how it is. Quite often with clients, I will try and really put something on them that I know I'm convinced that it looks amazing on them. And they're going, Oh my God, no, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then they go, but you know what, Jess, I'm going to give it a go and I'm going to see. So when they do give it a go, then I generally get a phone call or a text going, you're right. That actually, I really did actually love that. And it was a little bit scary at first, but I'm prepared to wear it again. And I really, really do like it. And I received so many compliments or I just felt good in it. So it's, yeah, it's it's an interesting question because it's every single client is very different on what is going to uh, work on them and what doesn't. And it's getting through those old beliefs and trying to um, eradicate them or at least rattle them, which is very similar to what you do with money mindset, trying to get people to, to you know, to get rid of those old money beliefs. That's yeah, very similar to that.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I'm glad you said that because, I mean, we all have our, our, we're our set in our ways and I guess the neuroplasticity is awesome because it means that we can change how we feel and believe about certain things. Yeah. Um, I look at a lot of, you know, I live in Bondi, and so I see all sorts of people yeah. wandering around. And we talked about this not long ago when we went out for lunch. Where, you know, the the logos on designer handbags are getting bigger, mm-hmm. and there's all of these trends, very expensive trends too, um, mm-hmm. that. I see people fall down the trap. And in this current climate that we're in, it's, it concerns me. I always go, wow, how do they afford that? Or is that why are they buying that particular item when I see, because I've been around the traps long long enough to know there are trends and then there's that classic style. And often as mm-hmm. people buying into trends, what do you feel is sort of causing people buying into stuff that's
1: not really who they truly are? Mm. Um, Validation. I think a lot of it is that people just want to be validated. They want to fit in so i mean i agree with you it's the whole the big logos that have come through now like they are just getting bigger and bigger and they're emblazoned across t-shirts and i'm going to be completely honest and blunt out there saying that i really do not like it at all because it's just purely saying i need to be validated i want you to know that i've spent a lot of money on this um true style True style is not showing people how much money you have. You know, you can go, you can have a hell of a lot of money and go to a market and pick up something for $20 and you will wear that over and over and over again. Um, And then you can go the opposite end and go into one of the designer stores and wear that over and over again. It's how you put it together. It's a reflection of you and who you are as a person. So uh, it's definitely a validation. It is, um, you know, wanting to fit in thinking and also because you're so influenced by your environment so depends what city you live in depends what suburb in that city that environment is does influence you and you can't stop that that is always going to be the case you know if you were to live in you know in far north Queensland and or live down in, in Melbourne, you're going to have different style because of the weather, because of what people are wearing and all of that. You'll probably wear more colour up there. You'll wear more black down there. It just seems to be the way it is. So it's a matter of working with your environments, but ensuring that you are still you coming through in that. Um, so Fear is is the other thing, fear of just rattling the status quo, fear of um, people wear those labels because they're fearful of, of not being accepted. It's a fear of not being themselves. And when you've got these big marketing giants and advertising giants who the, the big fashion brands pay a lot of money to these people to figure out, how to get inside people's heads to make them spend more, okay? So they're very, very clever. They just know how to get inside your head to say, I need that, I need that. And then you've got all of social media and the influencers and then the celebrities wearing these things and you think, well, gosh, if they're wearing it, I have to. So it's just, it is a vicious cycle. Mm. And, um, it's very difficult for a lot of people who don't know their own self-worth to get off that treadmill. It's very difficult. And it does make, you know, someone like myself, a personal stylist, it can make my job very tricky as well because then if there is someone that's just like all about brands, you think, well, that's great to believe in luxury and beautiful designer items like, you know, I love them too. But it's a matter of is that a reflection of you, you know, especially when you have to wear large logos. Is that, um, you know, you've got to figure out for yourself if that's a reflection of you, just your self-worth. That's such a good, yeah. So. you've covered so
0: much in that and uh one thing mm-hmm. you brought to mind is that whole uh pack mentality if you know that old programming that we have you know if we were in a tribal situation and we were feeling outcast so now our tribal situation is this modern culture and if we're not in mm-hmm. if we're not looking like everyone else there's sort of this subconscious bias that has us feeling like we're being we're going to be kicked out and if you get kicked out of the tribe back in the day you're going it's it's like you know you could probably be left to die like it's life and death but obviously our reality in this modern world is it's not life and death it's actually standing out Mm. standing out of the crowd at Mm. is where you get noticed the most um one of my experiences Mm -hmm. after you know you coming into my world and I think it's going on six or seven years now. So I I don't use your services like I used to as often. Like the first few years was quite an investment of getting you and doing lots of shops. Mm. I shop so much like far less these days, but I've learned so much with your train you know, you basically train and educate along the way. One thing I found was When I started to really step into my personal style and really play with colour and, um, you know, take on board all the things that you've taught me, I would get stopped in the street often. I've been Mm. at events where women have come up to me and going, oh, my gosh, I love your outfit. I've had total strangers, men and women, compliment me. And I am not wearing, I mean, I wear Really good quality, luxurious items, but nothing that's labeled like you know. I'm not wearing a Chanel handbag. I'm not wearing big brooches Mm -hmm. that show those logos. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm being really creative with the way I've Mm -hmm. learned how you know to cultivate my set my style through your teaching, and Mm -hmm. that's been the change with me personally. And I'm Mm -hmm. really proud of that because I go, well, do I really want to invest ten thousand dollars in a Chanel handbag or you know, a Saint Laurent? And I see a lot of girls sitting at lunches and they've all got similar handbags with all these big logos. And I go, you know what? No, I'd rather have a nice collection of bright, colourful, unique bags that when I'm Mm. out for dinner or someone someone goes, wow, I love that piece. And I know I do that every time I see you. I always go, oh, my gosh, Jess, that's amazing. Where'd you get that piece? And I know you're going to give me an answer like somewhere in some exotic place (laughs) in another country or some markets oh it's vintage and i'll never yeah. be able to get my hands on it but you know it's just knowing <laughs> that you've got that this sort of unique way of and yeah. interesting people
1: mm. yes that's right and also going back to when you said you receive compliments so dressing people is not so that you receive compliments what it is is because you're owning it because you are owning your style it's showing like it's 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 a feeling so therefore people are seeing you glow with that walk in your step and so that's why it's all one big compliment if you know what I mean so it's it's not that you um when people when I say I always get texts and saying oh my god I got so many compliments it's not that people seek compliments no it's that they're feeling so good Mm -hmm. and who doesn't want to receive a compliment feeling fantastic you know it's it's a really nice thing so it's all part of that um and yes and it's also you know even as you said it's 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 an ensuring like when I do work with people it's ensuring that it's about them and their lifestyle and what's going on rather than about the value or the price of what they're spending their clothes on and their accessories and things so that's really important um, and it's relevant to people's budgets too. Some people can afford more, um, high-priced items. Some people, you know, it's, it's much, you know, it's less. Um, but then you purchase maybe fewer pieces and make everything just work together.
0: Yeah, and that's something that we should sort of talk about, given that we are a finance podcast, is that you do consider people's budgets. I know you've done that with me in the past. I know you've got, uh, you know, you've got quite an array of women that you work with. One of the first things is that you come in and you look at already the existing wardrobe and then create Mm -hmm. and repurpose. That piece in itself is so valuable because initially um, I would, you know, think why would I need to pay somebody to go through my existing wardrobe and tell me what I should throw away? But Mm -hmm. in doing that, and I'm speaking of my own experience here, you went through my wardrobe. I think we were left with almost just over a quarter, maybe, maybe a third of my wardrobe. It was just a little, if I sort of go, it was a, maybe I was exaggerating when I say a quarter was left. Maybe it was a third of my wardrobe. But anyway, there was a point <laughs> where I looked at that and went, oh my God. But then yeah. you recreated the, those key pieces in my wardrobe. I didn't really need to have so many clothes.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Look, the first thing. The, the the biggest piece of advice I can give anybody and especially now in this economic downturn that we're having where people are thinking you know investing in their personal development they just can't afford it or whatever that is I think the first piece of advice is your personal and professional development are really important and the first thing that I would say is edit declutter your wardrobe it is the number one start to not only evolving with your style and figuring out your style, but it also saves you a lot of money. Because like I did with yours, I do with all of my clients' wardrobes, is I go in and see what works, what doesn't work. Um, And that is just cost saving in itself, and then recreating out of those existing pieces. There is so much gold and treasure in people's wardrobes. It is incredible, and especially when you can see them. So what I love is when decluttering is just, therefore, then making your wardrobe so that is visible to the client. So you see every single piece and you know, and then you organize it and sort it. Now, if you're doing that by yourself, what's going to happen is, generally, is again, there's that mindset that comes in. So you'll pull out something that you consistently wear over and over, and you won't know how to wear it in different ways necessarily will not know how to wear it in different ways and plus you'll think that this is this is the only way to wear it whereas when I come in I look at at different options Um, like I said is I I pulled the treasure like there's so many gold pieces and then it's just putting it all together and there's this treasure chest and it's it's mind-boggling to most people when I when I do go in and do that because like I did with yours Um, that night, you know, I dressed you in a black dress and all your, pulled out all your accessories and you went looking absolutely amazing, of course, just absolutely amazing. And you met your husband that night. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a matter of pulling, getting creative. And I think when you find, let's say, the right stylists that can do that, people will just be surprised and mind boggled at how much you can pull with your existing pieces without needing to even go out and shop. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with shopping because that's the next step is then Um, like you said before, is I teach people, teach people what to purchase in future, what not to purchase, the mistakes they're making with the items they're purchasing, which then sits in your wardrobe with the tag on it, or you only wear it once. So that's also impulse purchasing. Um, So there's impulse and emotional purchasing. So I do really teach people. And as you said, you're doing, you don't need as many style sessions now because you know, you've been taught what to do. So that's a really big lesson. I mean, when people hire, um, well, certainly when they hire me, I always tell people, I'm teaching you. These are lessons. These are masterclasses. Just think of it as though as a business coach. When you go to a business coach or when you go to a seminar and you're learning all these things, it's the same with hiring a stylist. You are learning so much, not only about yourself, but how you can evolve your style, how you can be playful, how you can be more you and how you can really um, up level your, prefer- your personal and professional um, development. So editing the wardrobe is number one. Like it's, it's a goal. If, if anything, if that's the only thing you're investing for your personal and professional is to edit your wardrobe. And I do recommend to get a professional in because they're going to give you a, um, an open point of view. They're going to say, no, that is awful on you. Or, oh, my God, why would you want to get rid of that? That's amazing, which I've often done. People go, really? Like, I've had that for so many years. And I go, yes, but look, if we do this and this and this, and then they go, oh, my God. And most of my clients will say, I'm so glad you brought that back to life because I was ready to get rid of it. Mm. So there's a lot of benefit in investing in a stylist to come in and do that. And then, of course, with the shopping, as I said, is they will guide you. They will guide you on what is right and what isn't. Um, and then those pieces will then be reinvented back in with your existing pieces to then make more outfits, and that's how it all works, really.
0: Absolutely. Well, I've got to get you to do another edit in my wardrobe because, you know, since you did my, we've had, you know, we had a lockdown and I had a baby and I've still got dresses that I was wearing when I had her in there. But I always like, I sit there and think, I wonder if Jess will get rid of this or she will repurpose it in ways that. I can't. So I haven't thrown things away as such. I've just been a few pieces, but I've kind of gone, well, we're getting a bit out of control again. We need to, you know, bring it back a little bit. And I also know that there's Mm. things that you'll probably go into the shop afterwards, more around accessories and things to pull it Mm. all together versus going, Mm. you need you know, a whole new wardrobe of clothing. It's actually not the case. A lot of people think that, that you're going to just take them shopping yeah. and buy them a whole bunch of stuff, but you don't. I mean, we do yeah. do shops, but we, you know, it's not. Sometimes it's not that easy. is the case, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you can't no, reinvent the whole process, but in my case it was, Yeah. You know, we did a that's lot right. of shops, but they weren't huge. But then what you created was... I guess what people call a capsule wardrobe, I don't call it that because no, there's no one, you know, one size fits all. So, in terms of style, what you created was my style wardrobe, where you repurposed multiple outfits and then created me a catalog. So I found that's right. Even though right. I had, say, one skirt, I wore it six different ways, you know, that kind of thing, which yeah. is really cool. Which yeah. is where the
1: investment is. That's right. It's interesting you say that, first of all, the capsule wardrobe, because I'm also um, really anti that sort of capsule wardrobe. And in fact, I've written um, an article for an online publication, which will be published tomorrow. And I'm outlining the do's and don'ts. And one of the don'ts is don't get caught up in a capsule wardrobe because it is very personal to what you um to what your, your wardrobe is, you know, somewhere, somebody somewhere in the world many years ago decided that everyone needed to have a capsule wardrobe with the same pieces in there. And that made me laugh and also made, really annoyed me because it was like, what? So everyone has the same body shape. Everyone has the same lifestyle. Everyone has the same job. So we've all got a dress in a pair of black trousers and a white shirt and a black blazer. So that all really just, you know, that to me, it was just crazy. Um, but so, you know, the capsule wardrobe is exactly what you said. Yours is yours. And it's unique. And that's what every single client has is their own unique pieces, what works for them, what's versatile. But going also back to accessories, that's the other thing that people are not utilizing enough, it is the most underrated and underutilized personal development tool. So if you don't want to go out and spend a lot of money on clothing, and let's say I've done a wardrobe edit, and we put all these things together, quite often is all it needs is a few wonderful pieces of accessories that can really take an outfit into two or three different types of outfits. And as you said, even your skirt, and I'm just finishing off even a style curation where I'm utilizing the one skirt in about five, six different ways, which will also come out on my social media soon. So if those who do follow me will see that. Um, but I'm even taking a client of mine who I've had for years, I'm taking her shopping in the next couple of weeks, purely for accessories. Now we have developed her wardrobe over the years and she said to me, you know what, I've got so many great pieces, but I just love it when we're just adding all these accessories. And she is in the conservative industry herself. She's she's a barrister, so it's in that law industry like finance. But she just loves adding accessories to make you know her day just feel fantastic and brighter. So accessories are also cost-effective. You don't have to spend a fortune. Um, like I have accessories from... All around the world that you know some i've picked up at markets for you know one two dollars or even these the two dollar shops. sometimes you pick up little things you go oh you know all the way to pieces that i've spent quite a bit of money on but it's, it's about combining them and how you put it together um you know it, it's things like that so that it, it's good that you touched on that because it's exactly what we did with you as well was just adding all these different accessories that then changes your outfits you know belts and and bracelets and rings and earrings and necklaces and brooches and everything, scarves, whatever it is that's involved with the accessories. It's, it's fabulous. It's like a, again, it's like another treasure. It's another aspect to your style. And it's putting your own personal touch on it too. So it's not I'm putting my touch on it. It's that person's touch on it. Mm.
0: Yeah, one thing I don't ever have to do anymore is walk into a room and go, oh, my gosh, she's wearing the same dress as me. I never. Even <laughs> if I am wearing the same dress, you can't tell because of the yes. way it's been dressed up with those accessories. And this is where I That's, feel, you know, one of the things that I wanted to bring you back on, about, uh, on the show was because when we spend our money, um, we've got to really be thoughtful about, especially now, you know, we've, we've got an inflation issue. We've got to be considerate in all yeah. areas of our lives on how we invest in ourselves. And, you know, throwaway yeah. fashion is a big problem to the environment as well as to our own personal economy. And, you know, the bottom line there um, is that you feel not thoughtful if you haven't got that kind of curated style from a stylist like yourself you can fall down that slippery slope of every couple of weeks going, I've got nothing to wear, buying a dress, walking in the room and going, oh, God, I'm wearing the same outfit as four other women. And that's something, you know, all men, sorry, guys, you're out there listening, um, that that can be frustrating. And you do actually uh, dress men and style for men as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And the one thing that I also found, that you know, in talking investment is uh, so that savings, investing in you as a service is actually investing in the coach, then getting you mm. to understand my style, my budget, and I might be able to learn a little bit and go out and do some myself, but you coming back and repurposing that wardrobe time and time again mm. is really where that investment is. That's where you're going to save the money. That's where you're not going to be down the slippery slope of having to pop into you know Westfield's every other cup you know every few weeks um and that's also where, as you start developing and I'm speaking from my own experience, developing your own sense of style that's here mm-hmm. that feeling of being validated because you don't have mm-hmm. the same style handbag goes away, it disappears because all of a sudden yes. you're feeling confident. And you feel and people are complimenting you, but you're feeling confident within yourself. And it doesn't matter if you don't have the newest Louis Vuitton handbag or Yves Saint Laurent or um, whatever T-shirt or, you know, whatever type of shoe, because you are being you. And that speaks volumes to every, you know, everybody. And that's where things really change and transform in your life.
1: Well, that's exactly right, and that's what I said to you. It's, it is um, earlier. It's it's about you coming out, and it's irrelevant what it is that you've got on. So it could be, you know, the the Eve Saint Laurent handbags and shoes and stuff. It's more about how you're putting it together, and mm. if it's a reflection of you. Um, it's interesting because there was I met had this conversation with a couple of girls not too long ago at an event, and um, you know they um, and they were saying how oh, I must get you to come and do my wardrobe and blah, 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 and all of this. But I just don't have the money right now. And then, you know, they've got the, the really, really expensive handbag. So that's where I'm saying the validation is they're putting it into that. And yet their style was, you know, okay, it could have looked better. And it could have been better. And they could have been more unique in the room. So it really is interesting on the value that people place on those sort of things. But definitely, with style um it's about evolving with it and as your life evolves like when i met you you were not you you were single you weren't even married. and look at you now you're married and you've got another child in those years and your career has just you know completely gone ballistic so so much has changed with you and evolved and that's pretty much the same with most of my clients is that it just keeps evolving so with your evolving in life your style will also evolve. It's, it's really interesting with that. And as you said, with, with investing, it's such a good thing to invest in to constantly evolve with your life because if your life is evolving, your career is evolving, but yet your style remains um, down where it was, it's almost like it's, that's outdated. So, therefore, there's not a, there's not a sink. And it's not syncing together. So it does have to evolve together in many ways with a lot of things that sort of remain. It could be that you're a person that likes to wear lots of bright colors. So you will still wear bright colors, but in different ways because your body shape is also changing. Coloring, your skin coloring, your hair, all those things change. Um, But that's where the investment comes in. As you said, you go to a financial advisor, you pay a financial advisor to give you advice on what to do with your money. Um, there is really no difference with going to a professional stylist to ask them what to do with your personal and professional development. Or, you know, you pay a business coach, you pay a branding expert. It's really all sort of part of the whole self-care, first of all, first and foremost, self-care, but also your development and where you're wanting to head and where you're going. So for me, it's very much also about the self-care, because if I'm not wearing the right items, I don't feel good at all. It's just about and I find that um, the, one of the first things I do say is if you wake up in the morning feeling a little bit ugh, um, rather than going for comfort pieces and easy pieces, it's reaching out for those pieces that make you feel pretty amazing. So that's where a wardrobe where you can see all those pieces is also really helpful with your self-care and your, um, and your mood.
0: Oh, absolutely. I can say I'm, I'm sure everyone can relate to this during lockdown how um easy it was to fall into the trap of um wearing active wear or tracksuit pants and things like that and i honestly didn't have a pair of tracksuit pants um until just before gracie was born anyway and then you know you get in lockdown you kind of like you almost start falling into the habit of living in your pajamas because you work everyone's working from home the one thing we did in lockdown we because we liked you know we had our neighbors who also liked to go into races we used, we'd get all dressed up like we were going to the races on our balconies mm. and we made it a thing yes. and you know I what that. that became my favorite day and I got so excited about dressing up and feeling good but it just goes to show that when you are feeling like eh, a bit I'm a bit boring right now with how I'm feeling mm. getting a nice outfit mm. putting some music on you know and my three year old's perfect example of doing this. She puts a tutu on her favorite dresses yep. and her accessories and yes. dresses, and it energetically lifts her. And, you know, we need to take that leaf out of her,
1: <laughs> her book, you know. What well, yeah. this is what I'm saying is, we get uh, you, where we've lost our playfulness, we become too serious. And you just have to look at children to see they get dressed up in all these amazing things when they're little. And then all of a sudden, as you get, become an adult. You go to school and it's indoctrined when you're at school, you have to wear a uniform. You have to behave in a certain way. You have to speak in a certain way. You have to do things in a certain way. That's when it all starts sort of, you could say going pear-shaped with your own personal identity and your own personal style. And then you get influenced by everything around you. So I think sometimes we just have to take, go, take a step back and go, oh, why have I lost my playfulness with my style? And as you said, during during COVID, you got dressed up for the, the race day, and it was amazing. I mean, I was posting videos during COVID and telling people to just dress up. Um, every day, there was always something I'd put on that was, you know, helped with the whole being enclosed indoors. So, It's about taking your style seriously, but at the same time, it's being playful. So it's about having that harmony and that balance, taking it seriously in what you put on your body, because let's face it, you do not walk out the house naked every day. So why not be deliberate about what you put on your body? So be serious about that, but also be playful. And if you can get that balance right and that harmony, then you're really honing in on um, a pretty great mood most of the time i mean not always but
0: absolutely that just reminds me and i'm going to go on a bit of a tangent but that reminds me recently i was hosting a international women's day lunch and we had sarah who's a who's an artist and you know sarah um she's a speed artist And she got up and just did a bit of a share on because we're raising money for the Equanimity Project as well. And she got up and did this amazing share. And I I loved it so much because everything she said resonates in this conversation conversations around money, conversations around um, just life in general. But what she said is, we're born with infinite potential. We're born like we're in a mansion full of rooms. And as life happens Mm. to us, we close those rooms down. You know, we get to school, Mm -hmm. we conform, there goes one room, there goes our bit of creativity. We go into a job, we have a relationship, they put you down for something, you shut that part of your personality down. Mm. And then all of a sudden we get to a point Mm. in our midlife, around my age or 40s or 50s and go, holy shit, I've I've got a two-bedroom
1: unit and I need to actually renovate. And that blew my mind because <laughs> who am people, I basically? Pardon? Yeah, you're basically asking who am I? What have exactly. I done? Mm. Yeah, what have we done?
0: Because all of a sudden that playfulness is gone, that creativity is gone. Yeah. We're frustrated. We're questioning ourselves with every decision we make. I mean, I see that with women around finance all the time. Is that they yeah. self doubting constantly and it's like Mm. it's because we've shut down so many areas of our lives being affected by people's opinions by the news by you know teachers at schools and students that we wanted to conform and be part of their group because they were in the in-group and they pushed us out all of these things and I think you know as we get Mm. to that point in life where we can sit there and go right I, I want to invest in myself I want to invest in myself Mm. financially. How do we open Mm. those doors again? And I think that's something that you do. You open those doors, those windows. It's like that renovation that Sarah was speaking about in her speech. It just made so much sense. Mm. We've got to start shaking off the negative programming and the negative self-doubt and negative self-talk and reprogram ourselves Mm. to be that little kid that had the infinite potential and was living in their castle.
1: That's exactly right. And that's why I resonated with Sarah's as well. And it's something that I, um, and I, I agree. I, it's something that I write about a lot, a lot, a lot on LinkedIn and on social media that we are just, we're following other people. We're not following ourselves. We've got these really hard knock self-beliefs. That's why I said earlier, I go into people's, you know, it's hard getting through those old self-beliefs because you've been programmed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that is a psychology. There's a massive psychology. You have to have a level of psychology to be, I guess, to be a good stylist, to to know how to read between the lines and how to gently pull them out of that old psychology, which then once you once you start taking them out of that, then they then start experimenting. So what happens is your world starts opening up again. Um, like it was with yours you just went oh god you know because you're a single mom with children and blah 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 you just fell into these ruts and then all of a sudden when you you know when I sort of came in like I said styling and your clothes is not a life or death situation but it certainly does enhance your life and what happens is it opens up um, Pandora's box for you so to speak. It opens up your mind to experiment, to then explore all of a sudden more fun and playfulness coming. You feel like you've got far more opportunities. It's just, and it does, and in a sense, even what you wear does open up opportunities. It opens up opportunities for jobs, um, for meeting your partner. It just, there's opportunities that it can open that you, people are just completely not aware of. So, Um, It opens up opportunities to have conversations with people because, as you said, you can walk into a room and you're the only person wearing that particular outfit and someone or people will come up and say, oh, my God, I love that. And all of a sudden you have a conversation, you start these conversations, ends up, end up, that person ends up being a client then in the end. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about different opportunities because something that is that has piqued their interest. So it's 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 a knock on effect is what I call it. It really does help. Um, Absolutely. In, in many areas of your, hmm. we
0: humans are straight away designed to walk into a room, and pretty much judge judge in ways of am I in danger, judge in ways of who can hmm. I trust, judge in ways of um, am I comfortable, am I not comfortable, all of those kind of things. There's a whole immediate like it happens in seconds, and in those seconds you yes. can make a massive impact by the way you absolutely. Actually appear absolutely as you walk in that door with confidence or with um you know just knowing that you look and feel good within yourself first and then everyone else goes right. wow look at that person i've had that yeah. i've had that where i've yeah. walked into I a room agree. and yeah. just gone i feel the eyes on me because i i know yeah. i look great because you dressed me you know i yeah. wouldn't have been able but also
1: People look at them and say, oh, they see you as a person of interest. So if they you've got something on that they think interesting, they think, well, ooh, that person's interesting. I'd like to have, it. you know, I'd like to get to know them. I call it the visual voice. And it's something that I came up with uh, probably last year, you know, everything, because there's so much around, you know, getting up and speaking your your speaking your whatever you have to say and being vulnerable and this and that. Um, For me, I call it your visual voice. So the first thing in seconds when you walk into a room, it's your visual voice sends ripples of messages uh, before you even open your mouth. And I think that's um, and that's an important thing. And it's not about saying, oh, I need to be head to toe. Or, um, I need to be, you know, constantly always dressed up. But it's dressing in what really reflects and works on you. So your visual voice is paramount to, you know, your personal and professional lives, for sure.
0: Absolutely, which is why, again, um, I sort of want to emphasise um, investing in yourself, hiring a stylist, investing in your clothing and being really Mm -hmm. Um, mindful about how you present is is a financial investment and it's actually one that can pay dividends Mm -hmm. and I can say that in my own personal experience again because I have utilized your services and it has been life-changing and I know a few other women that you have worked with which um, and I've seen them develop and grow and it is a confidence thing but it also does open many opportunities and starts many conversations. Now, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you some of the, like, if you've got any tips, like maybe five things that everyone should, not a capsule obviously wardrobe, but five things people should consider when
1: sort of reinventing or repurposing their wardrobe. Um, well, I touched, I touched on one before accessories. I think it is just one. It's just one of those one well undervalued tools that accessories are just so important and I think people are also fearful of accessories because they think oh well you know I can't wear statement necklaces you don't have to wear statement necklaces it could be a beautiful scarf a brooch a brooch on a lapel a brooch on a scarf can also you know be something if you're a person that wears a lot of black and then you have something that's just makes it pop um, I think they're really lovely things so For me, it's definitely, you know, accessorizing. Um, It's hard to say again what they should have in their wardrobe. I do believe in, you know, the the classic blazer, uh, whether it's navy or whether it's black, it does not matter, but a classic um, blazer. It could even be red for you. It could be a red, but classic cut. I'm very anti um, the oversized blazers and jackets that women wear the trend that came through a few years ago because to me that is also very much telling um, psychologically that you're cowering and you're hiding and I just think it's really ridiculous whereas I think a beautiful quality classic tailored um, blazer is something that you can place over a pair of trousers or a skirt even you know over a skirt and also a dress. I think it's it's just something that's really easy. And I think most women will say that they've probably got blazers in their wardrobes. It's really it's um it's quite a good thing. Um, gosh, you know, apart from accessories and a blazer, like I said, it's really difficult to say purely because some people just can't wear trousers. So I'm not going to say a nice pair of tailored trousers. If you've got, you know, if your body shape just doesn't, I have got several clients who can't wear trousers because it just doesn't look that great on them. So they're more about the, you know, the skirts and the dresses. So I think, um, a a third thing I probably would say was, is a bit of color. I think it's really nice to add a pop of color. Um, and especially if you are someone that is, is generally weighs all black. So, adding a pop of color again, as I said, in a scarf or a um, or a brooch, or even adding a um, something underneath a black blazer is really nice—a pop of color. Another thing that I do really love is layering. So, layering—there is an art to layering, and it is an interesting thing because a lot of people don't know how to do it. You'll find, it, and I'm sure most of you will agree, you'll just place put on a dress, or you'll put on. The standard suit and you you just won't know that that's what it is what layering does is again this is about sustainability it opens up your options of being able to put things with other things so it could be basic pieces but that you can layer you continue to layer like i have various silk slips that i layer over another and then i place a jacket or a or a sheer tunic so i have quite a few basic pieces but when they are put together in different ways they look magnificent so layering is something that people, I do think layering is a great thing because it allows you to have quite a few things in your wardrobe that you can just put together or have on their own. And again, as I said, it's, um, you know, it's about reinventing your wardrobe. So that is a big part of that. And I always like to have a look at that within people's wardrobes is pieces that they can continue to just layer. And the great thing about layering is if it's too warm, you can take some pieces off. So there's there's that. Um So that's probably four things I don't know. It's like accessories, uh, a blazer, uh, colour, layering. Um, I don't know. Is there something that you think, Amy, that could be a number number five? Because I think there's, you know, there's quite a few things. Yeah, well, again, I won't say a capsule
0: Yeah, Accessories are so many things in it. When we say accessories, we're not just talking jewellery. We're talking belts, hats, gloves, scarves. Mm -hmm um you know I went. Re- I emailed you a list didn't I I went I want this this is what the things I want to start looking at yeah for. and they're pretty much most of it besides yeah. the white shirt um was all of <laughs> hats gloves a beret um you know more belts yes. I want more 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 belts I want lots of different types of belts maybe a pair of trousers but I'm like I know that those accessories are going to repurpose a good portion of my wardrobe so just thinking that, that way um you know yeah. that sort of you know I guess some of what I guess I learned from you I didn't create that I'm not reinventing the wheel you're the expert here but I've learned that I know you're going to come into my wardrobe you're going to see that they're the things I need I just don't know exactly what type of those items and you will have a better idea by the way and finally, I want to work
1: existing wardrobe.
0: Yeah, and I I just love that because you buy these pieces and you mm. then start thinking that the wardrobe's getting stale, and all of a sudden mm. you you breathe whole new fresh air into the wardrobe, and all of that money that you've invested in those pieces get reused. And you know, one, it's not going to land waste. Two, you can you're extending that investment. to, You know that the the cost for wear mm. it grows further. Um, and, mm. you know, and you're learning again, all about your style all over again, which is important. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you as well, cause this is something that we touched on with marketing and fashion designers and, the um, but it's more around fashion or such trend versus style. Mm. I want you to sort of touch on that because mm. a lot of people get this very confused thinking style
1: is fashion. Yeah. And so then they they think it's frivolous. there is a big difference look fashion is is definitely your either it's your fashion or your your style, so fashion is about trends, as I mentioned before, the trend was the oversized one one of them was the oversized jacket and the oversized blazer, and the amount of people I'd see that on it and it's all in the shop so of course, what happens is it becomes a trend, then every store has it and then because it's ingrained in you because every store you walk into everything on social media and magazines it's it's visually right in front of you you think that's fashion, that's what I have to wear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they that that's very dangerous. And as I said earlier, is that these fashion brands pay a lot of money to marketers and advertisers to get inside your head to tell you what you need to spend money on. So that's where the difference is, uh, you know, developing your own style is is just all about what really makes you tick, what really makes you come alive, and what makes you happy. And that's what you feel amazing in Um, but fashion trends come and go and come and go that's what fashion trends are Um, the cutout dresses that you see everywhere a dime a dozen those big the cutouts almost every designer has got a cutout dress and you think why it's it's basically made for young girls who you know just it's a trend it's definitely a trend so I think you people do know what sort of a trend is it's not to say you can't like a trend the way i see it is it's okay to like a trend but it's about working with the trend not letting the trend consume you yep. so if people can remember that is trend consuming me are these cut out dresses are these big billowy frilly things all about me like i'm a billowy frilly person But i have been from a very young age so to me that's who i am right so so just remember that is is the trend consuming you or do you like that particular trend it's a part of who you are so it's okay to adopt that a little bit um i can't i can't see how anyone could possibly agree that um, an oversized jacket with really really big floppy um shoulders and sleeves is actually really, really cool on them because it doesn't look good on anyone. No one, not even the supermodels when they invented this trend because it's just basically saying, I need to hide. I don't want people to know who I am, the personality behind that jacket. So just, but yeah, that's, that's where, you know, trends sort of come and go. Colours even, um, just because let's say aubergine and browns are in for for the autumn or the winter or something, it doesn't mean those colours actually work on you. So you wear the colours that are really important for you. So don't, certainly do not go with colour trends. You have to wear colours that are really important, um, that really work with you. And that could be a kaleidoscope of so many colours, but don't get focused on what the trend colours are. Because again, these trend forecasters have a lot of money to do mm. that.
0: And that's a great one, actually colour um I know we're sort of running out of time here, but colour a lot of people wouldn't like don't always know what styles work for them, but let alone colour mm-hmm. in itself um so you help people really determine the right colour palette that sort of suits them from the way they you know have their hair to their skin tone and how they dress. I think yeah. that's also one. Maybe that's that right. that should have been the number five. There is that color
1: piece because. Yeah. Well, I was thinking. I know oh, I said color. I said introduce color. Introduce so that was number one. But I thought the number five. What works for you? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. Actually, the number five. I think I thought um, a wow piece. I think everyone needs to have wow pieces in their wardrobe. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Not that's a wow that's piece. You. But you see how it's, you know, for me it's not conditioned. You have to have these these things. It's about every single person is individual as to what their five key things are for them, you know. But um, wow well, pieces are important and colour, of course, is, is a major thing. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure, working out their colour.
0: Now for people to <laughs> want to know how to find you, um, you're on Instagram, you're on LinkedIn, you're on all social um, platforms. But um, I follow your, you know, and also you can register to get your um, emails because you sort of create, curate That's amazing right. styles in your emails as well as um, through mm. Instagram and your mm. uh, LinkedIn posts. So your style by Jessica with a G, I will put in your links in our show yeah. night show notes, um, but Jessica with a G because you're Italian. Um, so just be mindful when you are looking for Jessica, it is with a G, uh, style by Jessica, is your handle on Instagram? That's on
1: Instagram. Yeah, That's I, right. see, I see. whereas on yeah, my website is my full is my full name, but you'll write that in there yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and LinkedIn is possible. no stop. Those style curations I've been doing for years and years, and it really is just about um, enticing people to do things a bit differently. It's not about purchasing those pieces because people will see on there a lot of those pieces are all designer and very expensive pieces, but that's because that's that's the quality of the images I can get online. But it really is all about experimenting exploring and you're showing different colors and different ways and print clashing and all sorts of things, which people go, well, you know, I never would have thought to do that, but Hey, it could look really great on someone. So they they're all inspiration. So that's the beauty about the Instagram is that you get loads and loads of inspiration. And if you sign up to yes, my, um, my journal, my newsletter, when a new curation is, is published, you receive that in your inbox.
0: Yeah. And you break it down in far more detail as well. I mean, I love that, uh, you know, prints and colors. I wear, you know, like my leopard print heels with my bright red clothes Mm. and a future pink shirt and a very sort of multicolored handbag. (laughs) And it all pulls together and looks amazing because of reading your posts, which is really important, like learning and stepping out of your comfort zone and experimenting, which is exactly what Mm. we're talking about today. Um, we'll be putting all of that in the show notes and people don't hesitate to reach out. If you are looking to have someone help you out with your wardrobe, Jessica is the girl, she will the lady, the, 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 the guru, shall I say in this area.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. This is fun as always. And you know, you and I could go on for hours and hours. Um, there's so much, it's such a complex and loaded subject is, um, is style and certainly personal style. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. I've had so much fun. It's been great. Me too.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, please share the love, like and share all posts. Social links are in the show notes below. Please note that any information shared in this podcast is general in nature and not to be perceived as financial advice. Please seek advice from a licensed financial advisor, just like me. We also want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Aurora Nation as the traditional custodians of this country we record this podcast in. We recognise their continuing connection to the land and waters and thank them for protecting this coastline and its ecosystems since time immemorial.